We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app championing the core conservative principles of limited government individual liberty free enterprise and traditional values this is the john whitmer show on 98.7 and 1330 knss Good evening, fellow Neanderthals. Welcome to the John Whitmer Show, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Thrilled to have you with us this evening here at your local liberal resistance headquarters, where we proudly champion the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. Happy you joined us tonight. If you'd like, you can call in. Our studio lines are open. We'll be taking calls on the 45s, but... That number is open now, 316-869-1330. You can reach me by email at john at knssradio.com, on Facebook, and now on Truth Social at the John Whitmer Show, and on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the uh, the best ways to stay in touch and to reach out. We love hearing from you, so please feel free to reach out to me anytime. We've got a great show planned for you tonight. We're going to discuss what the ongoing war in Ukraine is uh, is actually like for globally, what, what kind of implications it has globally, and the possibility of Russian nuclear escalation with best-selling author and former U.S. Navy swift boat skipper Dr. Harlan Ullman. House Majority Leader Dan Hawkins will be with us in studio here coming up at 7.30 to give us an update on the latest from the state capitol as they just wrap up their veto session. Kelly Arnold, who's our Sedgwick County clerk, but he also... Part-time gig is uh, co-chair of the Kansas GOP Republican Men's Leadership Series. He's going to be with us to tell you how men who are listening can apply for consideration to the 2022 class of the Kansas uh, Men's Leadership Series. Mackenzie Haddix from the Value Them Both Coalition will walk us through the numbers released this week by the Department of Health and Environment that show a dramatic increase in abortions in Kansas over the last three years. And Dan Gaynor from the Media Research Center is going to tell us what he thinks Elon Musk will do or will need to do in order to restore democratic ideals at Twitter now that he owns the social media platforms. We've got a packed house, great crowd, great show plan, and of course, we want to take your calls, 316-869-1330. In case you haven't heard... Joe Biden is creating a ministry of truth. I don't know if you if you caught this in the news. Uh, America's he's appointed a new, shall we say, dominatrix of disinformation to head up his new agency, a uh, left wing, far left radical named Nina Jankovic. She is a a radical liberal tapped by Joe Biden this week to head the disinformation governance board within the Department of Homeland Security. And, of course, the legacy media seems to be okay with this. I mean, imagine the media's reaction if Donald Trump set up a governance board to police speech. But, you know, the media, since it's Joe Biden, nothing, crickets. And long before Jankowitz was tapped by Biden to lead the disinformation governance board, I love that name, she offered advice to the new president, and claimed disinformation is, quote, an American pathology that has to be cured. But, you know, here's the problem. Who decides 
What's disinformation? Nina? Does does Nina Jankovitz, is she now the arbiter of what is and is not disinformation? And 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 who is this wackadoodle anyway? The woman President Biden chose to be the government sanctioned arbiter of truth believes, quote, there are many non binary people who give birth. So <laughs> this is the woman who judges what's true or not? I mean, despite the basic fact that pregnancy is biologically unique to women, Jankovich, who is a so-called disinformation expert, has frequently used the term pregnant people to describe women. The woman in charge of deciding what the truth is, according to the federal government, thinks men can get pregnant. (laughs) This is how insane this is. Far-left politicians and government officials have been trying to further this radical transgender agenda by attempting to popularize the phrase pregnant people and insisting men and non-binary people can get pregnant, now one of them will be running the Disinformation Governance Board, the Ministry of Truth. Jankovitz has a long history of promoting online censorship, making left-wing partisan statements, creating vulgar TikTok videos, and she has already decreed that online mockery of Kamala Harris is a threat to democracy and national security. I I hope she's not listening to this show because I'm going to be in trouble. Trust me. So I mean, just just for just a moment, let's forget about the terrifying notion of the federal government, especially a government run by extremist Democrats, creating a disinformation board. It's just a clear effort to try and create a, a propaganda ministry that further enforces the speech codes that they like and allows the left to dominate the debate and stifle it in the debate they don't like. For just a moment, let's forget the very same people behind this disinformation board are the same people behind the Russia collusion hoax, the global warming hoax, the fairy tale about how men can magically transform into women, and that chemically castrating nine-year-olds is a good thing, and Florida is stupid for saying that you can't do it. I mean, let's forget that these same people handled a very, very real, very damning laptop owned by Hunter Biden, and hid it under the table. Erase from your memory being told inflation is transitory. Inflation is not real. Inflation is a good thing. Nope, nope, that's all true, apparently, according to Nina Jankovic. And let's agree to forget being told the president of Russia controls America's gas prices, that we're winning the war in Afghanistan, remember that one, that the border is secure, the lab leak theory is racist, and viruses don't spread at Black Lives Matter riots. Oh, and by the way, they're peaceful protests. They're not riots. And this is who's going to be deciding what is true in our culture these days? This administration creating a disinformation governance board led by a radical proves that the real goal is to put out false narratives, perpetuate hoaxes, and silence critics. Biden literally sent government agents to your home to check on your vaccination status. So I have no doubt he will send armed agents from the Ministry of Truth to intimidate conservative thinkers. I Seriously, the only people that will ever believe the Ministry of Truth are the ones that already believe the idiotic administration, and even that number is shrinking daily based on his polling. So after Biden's botched Afghan withdrawal killed 13 Americans and General Milley called it righteous, apparently that's now true. This is what we're dealing with here, a ministry of truth with no accountability. The same people who say a man can get pregnant now want to stop the spread of disinformation. And if this doesn't scare you, folks, I don't think people are fully understanding the severity of what a ministry of truth organization within the DHS truly means. It's Stalinistic. It's fascist. It's Orwellian. The administration that activated the FBI to go against parents at school board meetings, locked down schools and businesses for months, mandated face masks and vaccines, now has created a government disinformation board to monitor the speech of all Americans 
If that doesn't scare you, folks, nothing will. We'll be taking your calls at 745. In the meantime, coming up after the break, Dan Gaynor from the Media Research Center will tell us if he thinks Elon Musk is going to restore democratic ideals at Twitter. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. You have a new career, but remember what you left behind? Not the job, your 401k. Baxter & Associates are 401k rollover specialists. It's still your 401k and your money. You've taken control of your professional future. Now, take control of your financial future. Baxter & Associates. Call 652-0101 or go to money-planning.com. Baxter & Associates. Time well spent, money well invested. Securities and advisory services offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC. These entities are not affiliated. Valleybet.com. Rotational grazing and cross-fencing lead to more pounds of beef per acre. Valley Vet Supply has high tensile wire and spinning jennies for that cross-fencing job. For a wide variety of solar-powered and plug-in fencers, Valley Vet Supply is your one-stop shop for great pricing on Gallagher, Parmac, and True Test fencers. And how about those quick and easy reel tights to stretch up that rusty pasture fence? You'll find Gallagher insulators and all the accessories for that fence job at valleyvet.com. No matter where you live, you'll always get neighborly customer service and expert advice. And with available same-day shipping direct to your door, it couldn't be any easier to get what you need when you need it. Order today and you'll have that cross-fencing job done in no time. With help from Valley Vet, just click or call or take the short drive to Marysville and pick up in store. This is the Sean Hannity Show. Democrats now find themselves on on defense over gas prices, but they caused this. Wall Street Journal had a good piece that Democrats have political amnesia or hope that Americans will because they're holding another political struggle session to lash out at oil and gas CEOs for surging gas prices. Well, they caused the shortage because of their economic and energy policy. Sean Hannity, afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. This is the Sean Hannity Show. Zelensky's been very clear, is that if you provide him the weaponry, the Ukrainian people will fight this battle themselves, and they've shown that they can win. If we're going to provide them anything, we can provide them training, we can provide them intelligence, certainly missile defense systems and air defense systems, offensive weaponry and defensive weaponry like javelins, stingers, tanks, and I think that's the way the world needs to go. Sean Hannity, afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. This storm will be life-threatening. Spring means unpredictable weather and extremely dangerous. Stay informed. So you don't get caught out in the storm. You have to be prepared and you have to know what to expect. Get your weather here. It can save people's lives. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. You can also listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook and Truth Social. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the latest show updates. So Monday's news that Elon Musk reached an agreement to purchase Twitter for $44 billion, extra $44 billion lying around, has triggered heated debate about the role of free speech in American society. But many wonder what will happen to the influential social media platform under Musk's leadership. Joining us now to well tell us what he thinks Musk needs to do with Twitter is Dan Gaynor. He is the Vice President of Free Speech America and Business 
for the Media Research Center. Dan, thank you for joining us this evening. It's nice to have you back on the show again, my friend. Uh, well, thank you. It, there's certainly enough going on. And, yeah. uh, and so it's interesting, those of us who are really free speech oriented, we went from having one gladiator fighting force to another gladiator fighting force. I mean, we've gone, when Donald Trump rose to the national four, he was a big free speech guy, big fighter for, for, for social media justice as well. And now it's Elon Musk. And Elon Musk appears to have been uh, triggered, to use a lefty word, triggered by the discrimination against Babylon B, enough that he went and spent $44 billion. Yeah. <laughs> hey, wouldn't it be nice if you had $44 billion lying around? Ah, I'm just going to go. Somebody ticked me off. I'm going to buy the company. I mean, For those, if there's an old W.C. Fields movie, If I Had a Million, um, and, and it's some, this uh, aging millionaire gives away millions to random people in the phone book by using an eyedropper of his medicine to pick them. If I had $44 billion, uh, you know, I, I guess I'd buy Twitter. And, and you know, what's interesting is many, I think, hailed this as a as an opportunity to kind of repair or restore some semblance of democracy, shall we say, over to Twitter. But it, what's been funny is to watch the response on the left. I mean, you've got dozens of Hollywood leftists and socialists that are coming out saying that they're canceling their account. Of course, some of them have then canceled their accounts and then turned them back on because they don't want to be without the platform. Um, what do you think will happen now that Musk controls one of literally the most important ways the public now receives news? Are you worried that we're going to see any negative effects or do you think it's all a plus? Well, I mean, could it be worse? No, that's true. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, for people who don't follow Twitter or aren't active on it, Twitter is important, not because of uh, what it does. It's important because who it, who's on it. And we're talking about journalists, politicians, activists, and celebrities, the people who are uh, the most involved in setting the agenda for our culture. And when the left started banning conservatives out of that platform, well, then they gave them complete control over what's being discussed. So if Elon Musk hits a reset button and delivers neutrality, as he said, you know, We've been getting our teeth kicked in since 2014. I'll take neutrality any day. Yeah, and it was interesting because I read that recent op-ed that you posted uh, on F uh, Fox News where you posed nine questions for Elon Musk now that he's purchased Twitter. The first was, will Trump return? And that's a good example of sort of, I mean, the Ayatollah has a Twitter account. You know, the jihadists over in Palestine have a Twitter account. Do you think Musk will or should restore accounts of some of those who've been banned under the old management? Yeah, I I think Musk has to let everybody back. Give them give them a, a you know the new set of rules. Which incidentally, they seem even though Musk hasn't taken over yet, it seems like the rules have changed a little bit even now. Uh, there's been a, a sort of a rush to uh, welcome back some people and. Uh, speaking personally, I've um, I've experienced not, I've been locked down on social media at one at one level for follower count for more than a year, and it's recently gone up a little bit. So I'm hoping that that means maybe you know maybe I'm out of Twitter jail. <laughs> uh, I think you're right. I think he does have to allow some of these because it, it never made sense to me that you're going to you know, ban the New York Post or you're going to ban legitimate news outlets or the president of the United States, and yet you allow communist China to have official Twitter accounts. Uh, what about so-called you know, misinformation and disinformation? It's another way, I think, that key topics were suppressed on the platform. That's another of the key questions you pose. Does, do you think he now opens up that forum, and for that matter, do you think he gets rid of the fact-checkers? Because, frankly, they seem to be fairly biased as well. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a start. I certainly would get rid of the fact-checkers. The fact-checkers are bogus because they fact-check narrative, not fact, and they rely on sources that are often wrong. Uh, the World Health Organization, one of the sources that they rely on, well, if I posted negative things about the World Health Organization, I'd get in trouble. Right. New York Times back in September of 2020 
wrote a piece about how the World Health Organization's policy of keeping open borders during a pandemic is actually not based in anything involving medicine or science. It's simply politics. But they can write that and raise, you know, raise that objection. I can't. Well, because they're a legitimate news organization, apparently you're not. Uh, yeah, they're too legit to quit. I guess. Oh, uh, that's good. I see what you did there. Um, we're talking with Dan Gaynor from the Media Research Center. I don't know if you saw President Obama, former President Obama, recently opined that he wants more censorship of content that he finds questionable. How do you think Musk is going to work with? You know, those folks who already want to regulate him, I mean, because, you know, the left is now going to come after him. They're going to target him. They're going to target his tweets and his Twitter feed, and they're going to try and see if he can if they can manipulate him. And so will the leftist employees at Twitter, by the way, into trying to, you know, keep some of that that rigorous censorship already in place. Well, yeah, they've got to do what they can to stop him. They're still trying to stop him. And then, of course, beyond that, uh, they've moved on to the new political solution, which is foreign regulation, not even just American regulation. So they've got you've got the the new um, authority over speech that's be out of the White House. That's bad enough. But then the Europeans are passing what they call the Digital Services Act, which right. is designed to restrict online speech as well. And so we need an act of Elon Musk to fight that. Um, in the past, Musk has said that he wants Twitter to, quote, adhere to free speech principles. That's easier said than done, because if you're truly adhering to free speech, porn, uh, you know, racial slurs, spam, things that people don't want to hear. Well, that's all covered and protected under the First well, Amendment. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure if automated speech is protected. Kind. So maybe spam is not protected. Okay, sure, but certainly uh, porn, porn porn's, and porn's on Twitter now. Yeah. Well. Oh, wow. So, I, so they'll get rid of the president of the United States, but they still allow porn. Yeah. <laughs> they allow dictators and porn, but not the president of the United States. So, so, you know, if he were to not get rid of porn, well, then that would be the status quo, um, and. You know, so-called hate speech is often uh, deployed by by the left to to silence dissent. Yes. So you can't say on Twitter a man is a man and a woman is a woman. No, that's a that's a really good point because it does seem like uh, things that they consider to be attacks on a, like progressive groups, like you like you said, transgenderism, for example, those were censored. Uh, conservative views on COVID for is another great example. If you posted something about ivermectin, that was flagged as misinformation. Hopefully, that'll stop now under a free speech platform. Yeah, and it should because I mean, like the Wuhan lab leak. Yeah, it took more than a year before that didn't get you suspended, even though it's now widely considered to be the reason why. Um, you know, we all nearly a million Americans have died from COVID. Well, hopefully, I mean, I think every Twitter no user knows that tweets, some, some of them can be hateful. The platform has in the past. I know people who've left the platform, especially conservatives, especially lawmakers, because it's pretty hate-filled space in some right, but cases. So if you get rid of the bots, the automated accounts, I'm convinced that a lot of these so-called hate would go away because a lot of that is low, low number accounts that are brand new. Yeah, that's and true. That's that's um, you know, set up a rule saying, oh, okay, you you can't even uh, can't even respond to people until you get five hundred posts. So that it's not you because know, I think you're right. There are a lot of these accounts that'll just come on there. They have no profile pic or just some you know obviously fake account or a troll account, and that's where some of the most nasty comments come from. Hopefully. Uh, Twitter may actually become a more pleasant place under under new well, leadership. I just wanted to go back to 2014. Yeah, no, you're right. Where where people could people could speak freely, and no, that's not that doesn't mean we wanted to go back to the 1980s apartheid as they pretend on on the View. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Exactly. But you're right. I think I think what we want is a free dialogue of exchange of ideas. And you know what? If you don't like what you're hearing, then move on. Then close the app and go. You know, go or to Facebook them. or something. Or, or block something. them. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Lovely concept. Block it or mute them. <laughs> Dan, I, I appreciate you. If folks 
Let's see if we can get you a few more followers. It's at Dan Gaynor, G-A-I-N-O-R, and online it's mrc.org, correct? Yeah, and also newsbusters.org. Newsbusters. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you again for joining us this evening. Carry on the fight, my friend. Thank you. Couldn't do it without you, and I really mean that. Everybody understand, needs to understand that the, the fight here is we rely heavily on talk radio. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. Thank you. Take care. We'll be taking your calls at 745, but coming up after the break, House Majority Leader Dan Hawkins will be with us in studio to talk about the veto session. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. The news is electrifying. The all-electric Kia EV6 is here, expanding our hybrid and electric lineup to four models. And each is big enough to fit your family while saving you money at the pump. MidwestKia.com. Foley Rental is your local equipment rental store for commercial, industrial, farm, and residential project needs with a large fleet of aerial lifts, generators, trench shoring, air conditioners, and concrete equipment. And Foley Rental offers a wide selection of machine attachments for skid steers, excavators, and loaders, all supported by over 400 certified technicians. Foley Rental, committed to you from the ground up. Call 855-RENT-FOLEY or visit foleyrental.com. It's long overdue that we demand more for mental health. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and Odyssey's I'm Listening are demanding hashtag more for mental health. We need more access to and more affordable mental health care, more mental health care and suicide prevention in schools. We need more people who know what to do when someone they know needs help. Mental health affects every one of us. So please, get involved. Visit moreformentalhealth.org today. Weather brought to you by Rustyak Ford. Thickening clouds this evening, then showers and thunderstorms overnight. No severe weather anticipated. The low 56. Monday, different story. Showers and storms likely in the late afternoon and early evening hours. And we do believe some of those will be severe, the high near 70 degrees. I'm KNSS meteorologist Rodney Price. Fox News, I'm Jessica Stone. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi meeting with Ukraine's president over the weekend. Meanwhile, Congress soon to vote on President Biden's request for $33 billion in assistance to Ukraine. That $33 billion is significantly less than what we would have to spend if we took Russia on directly. So I, I hope we don't have any impediments to that at all. I wouldn't expect we do. Illinois Republican Adam Kinzinger on Face the Nation. Former President Donald Trump speaking at a rally in Nebraska saying the midterm elections will have very big impacts. Guys like Mitch McConnell and Rhino Friends would rather see a Democrat like Biden be president than a Republican like me. I'm a little bit different kind of a Republican. We want to get things done. Trump endorsed Charles Herbster in the Nebraska governor's race. And the father of six-year-old child pageant star John Benet Ramsey wants a new investigation into his daughter's murder. America is listening to Fox News. This storm will be life-threatening. Spring means unpredictable weather and extremely dangerous. Stay informed. So you don't get caught out in the storm. Get your weather here. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Live Sunday nights, this is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Love is a burning thing, and it makes a fiery ring, bound by wild desire, I fell into a ring of fire. Gotta love Johnny Cash. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Want to remind you that you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. You'll find podcast links to all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook and Truth Social pages. And follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. So the House and Senate completed a flurry of votes early Friday evening slash Saturday morning. I've been through those uh, to send to uh, Governor Kelly 
bills legalizing sports gambling, investing more than $1 billion in the state's pension system, and blocking governmental mask mandates. Joining us now to walk us through some of the highlights is House Majority Leader Dan Hawkins. Dan, good to see you again, brother. Nice to have you back. Nice to be here, John, and I have been in the ring of fire. <laughs> yes, yeah, well, uh, I think that's appropriate intro music. We, we need to make that your your intro music. <laughs> As a new speaker, when you, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, uh, I think I think that's going to be your, your new intro music. Um, we were in Thursday evening and Friday morning, though. Thursday, that's what I yep. thought. Yep. I, well, and, you know, you and I both been through those. Yeah, we finished, the House finished at about midnight, um, right at midnight, and the Senate finished about 2 a.m. And was there much wailing and gnashing of teeth from the Democrats for going so late? You know, they they love doing that. They oh, love yeah. to wail and gnash teeth. Oh, yeah. It's always uh, it's always tough when you start going late. Tempers flare. Oh, I know. You know, people I, get upset. Yeah. And... You, what people don't realize is it's just you need, I mean, A, you're on a statutory deadline on many cases. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but it's also, you know, it's it, it's a cost. I mean, we're not, well, we, but they're part-time employees who most of the time aren't even working full eight-hour days. So once in a while, you can work a long day to make up for it. Yeah, and, and you've been there, John. You just have to. There's certain, you know, we're, we're on a deadline. We're trying to get out um, and finish so we don't uh, go over into you know, Saturday or Sunday. And, and so that just means that we have to work late. Uh, we thought we might be done by 10, 10, 30, 11. It just took us a little bit longer um, to, to get there. You well, know, you revisors, you've got the staff that's got to print Absolutely. the bills, and there's just certain time. I mean, it is what it is. And yeah. I mean, I know the press loves to pick on you guys when you go late, but uh, it's not a tactic, I, although it could be, and I think sometimes it may have been in the past, but sometimes yeah. it's just the way the business gets done. Yeah, it's just it's just truly just uh, it's it's more about timing. It's it's more about when do we get the bills uh, or the conference committee reports from the revisers, and some of those, like on the budget, those take many many hours, eighteen hours oh, to yeah. get done. Yeah, I've been there. Uh, they finished those up uh, Wednesday. We didn't get them until six o'clock Thursday evening. So. Yeah, so it's just it's really a matter of just timing. It's not that we want to go late. And you know me. Oh, I know. I, yeah. I like to be in bed by <laughs> I, nine o'clock. Yeah. So. You're, now, in your defense, you're up at four in the morning. But well, that's true. <laughs> um, speaking of bills that you guys passed, Governor Kelly's already taking credit for a bill approved Thursday by the legislature that gradually eliminated the state's six and a half percent sales tax on food by January twenty twenty five. As you know, that's something I've fought for for years. Um, I'm glad to see yeah. it finally happening. And, of course, Laura Kelly's now saying it's all her idea. And, and wouldn't, wouldn't it nice of you guys to pass her bill? Yeah, and i I, I got to tell you if, you, if you were watching uh, the debate, um, and especially on the sales tax bill, when the, uh, uh, the chair, uh, Adam Smith, went up to close, uh, one of his points that he made is if she would have not vetoed that bill in uh, in 2019. Yeah, we would already be at one and a half percent and zero within eight months. That's right. Yeah. So if she really, if she was really, that's why we know it's disingenuous. Oh, it's very disingenuous. Because she has she has literally uh, vetoed. You know how many times she's vetoed? Oh, I know. It? Uh, I know. At least I know. at least two times in the last three years. And during your tenure, how many times did you bring up the sales tax well, and we couldn't 12, get the Democrat? Twelve the last year alone. Yeah. Yeah, and no Democrats had ever voted. Absolutely, and so it we it's 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 nothing more than election year electioneering for her to to push it the way she did, and and literally uh, within thirty minutes of that passing both chambers, she already had her her uh, propaganda rolling. <laughs> oh, you gotta love her. Yeah, I can't wait for her to be gone. I, although I don't know what I'm gonna do for a Laura Kelly theme song. We're going. Oh, forward. we'll find something. We'll find do. something. Yeah. Um, both chambers also passed the mega education bill that. Fully funded schools, probably more than they need, um, and a bunch of policy provisions, including one that would allow students to transfer from any public school district, no matter where they live. Correct? Which That's, I think is a great idea. Yes, that we call we call it the open borders. Uh, literally, you'd think Democrats would support that. Well, that was uh, that was actually one one piece that they were wanting us to pull out. And, I'm and, sure, and we didn't. Uh, so that that's a good that's very good policy. So if you're if you have a school that's not doing well and you want to move to another school, they have to take you if they have space. Now it doesn't force them to if they're full, but if they have space, then they have to take people. Well, our daughter, when we when she was in high school, we lived on the east side, then we bought a house on the west side, 
and all her friends were still going, this for her senior year, were still going to Heights High School. Right. And so literally every morning I had to drive her to school mm-hmm. because, she, you know, and we had to get the special permission to do all of this. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I've always thought that was asinine, that if I want to send my kid to, why does my, my zip code determine where my kid goes to school? And, 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 you know, there, there are schools now that will, that will take people from outside their district. In fact, many schools do. This just makes it really to where it's policy. And if they have space and somebody wants to join their school, they have to allow them. It's, it, there's nothing wrong with this. Uh, the Democrats did rail on it. You know, um, Representative Valdinia Wynn oh, said goodness. it was nothing oh, yeah. more than a rich man's deal. <laughs> uh, truly not the case. Uh, anybody can take advantage of that. We're talking about public schools here. Uh, another compromise bill that I saw finally passed, and much to the chagrin of some actually right of me, is the sports betting bill. Um, this is allowing tribal or state-owned casinos to engage in online and in-person sports betting. I know it passed. We had you on not too long ago. We talked a little bit. Is this? Did they change it much, or is it what we talked about? Horses, not dogs out of Wichita? Yes. So the only the only really change uh, that came before we did it the last time. So we the, on the House side, we actually voted on that three different separate times. The Senate voted on it once, but before we could get it out last, we had to go in and make a couple of changes. Um, one change was the 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 uh, this this fund uh, to bring oh, a for sports the stadium, team. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's not for a stadium. It's it's to lure another team. I mean, there's never going to be enough money there to build a stadium. No, no. You're talking about billions of dollars, and there maybe there will be maybe at some point in time, you know, ten, fifteen, twenty million dollars there. That doesn't build a stadium. That just lures them here. Uh, so th- there was a lot of misinformation during debates talked about that. Uh, the other piece was to pull out that pay that pay piece where uh, if 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 um, the historic horse racing is determined to be not constitutional that that Ruffin would have to pay oh yeah yeah that was pulled out um, so so he's not it's it's not going to work the same but way but there's no lawsuits expected on this right the casinos are on board nobody no not necessarily so the the uh, Boyd Gaming has been the uh, the nemesis of this. They fought it clear through. Three three casinos were on board, but Boyd Gaming, uh, Kansas Star Casino, was not. Uh, they actually really went on a on a on a rampage the last two days, uh, lobbying to stop the whole thing. Uh, it didn't it didn't work. Uh, they tried, but it didn't work. But, you know, literally, John. You know the some of our you you mentioned some of our folks from the right didn't like it, but but truly, sports gaming's happening today. Oh, yeah. Literally, you can pull up an app, offshore app. You can do sports wagering, and people are doing it. The problem is a lot of that is China. Yeah, uh, and the revenue, we don't, the state doesn't make it. We get nothing, and, and, and a lot of times some of those folks that are doing that never get their money back because it's offshore, and, and those places can get by with just how are you going to go after them. So a couple of provisions of that that are really good is that uh, we put 750000 into white-collar crime to try to be proactive and go after the bad actors out there, uh, truly making it more safe for the folks who are sports wage, uh, doing sports wagering. Um, in, in addition, you've got a certain amount going to problem gaming. And we, we actually increase the things that it can be used for us. You know, one of the things that was said was that um, money for, um, you know, those who are addicted to gaming – that money is not actually being used well because of the way the statute reads. Uh, they put in uh, provisions that allows it to be used for mental health uh, and all kinds of addiction, including including drug and alcohol abuse, because those who may be addicted to gambling probably have an addictive personality and they yeah, have yeah. other problems as well. Uh, so there was a lot of good pieces put in there to really help out uh, the situation. And so I'm, I'm completely at peace with it. I think it was a good piece of legislation. We've got it anyway. Let's make it safer, and let's get some benefit out of it for the state. Well, I know we had uh, the guys from Max Embed on a few weeks ago, and they're they're fired up. They want to bid on it. They're oh, yeah. excited, and he predicted that we might see it in time for football season this year. For yeah, I was talking to a couple of lobbyists because I kind of wondered when it might happen, and, and they said it would be nip and tuck to get it by by football, but certainly by 2023 it'll be out there. you got to get through the rules and regs process. Hopefully they'll do that quickly. 
before I, I know we've got a, coming up on a break here, but one thing I wanted to ask you about, 2 o'clock Friday morning, probably through the Senate, but the, you guys passed a bill, Senate Bill 34, which would prohibit any state or local government entity from uh, imposing a mask mandate in response to an infectious disease outbreak. I already saw Lee Norman, you know, tweeting about how bad this is. A former KDHE director, you know, he said this is just terrible. It's a travesty. It's going to cause, you know, plague. Um, I mean, this seemed pretty reasonable to me. Do you think that stands, or do you think when you go back at the next month, Kelly has vetoed that? I think when we go back, she'll have vetoed it. Uh, you know, John, Senate Bill Thirty Four. If you go to an hour and 57 minutes and 30 seconds into the second segment on Thursday, you will see my speech. I gave about a five-minute speech on it, and it was really a five-minute speech telling our people. I wasn't talking to the Democrats. I was talking to our people. You know, no bill is perfect, and that bill is not perfect either. But it does several things. We hated being uh, in a mask. We absolutely despised it. This makes it to where no government entity can put us in a mask again. No mask mandates. No no uh, vaccine passport. Um, and, and there's actually five different provisions in there. And truly, uh, if you think about it and think about what we went through, why would anybody vote against that? We should all be voting for that. Because truly, they, they you know, they shut down businesses and destroyed our, our uh, the governor did, and destroyed our economy. You know, they, schools, schools yeah. were shut Everything down. Everything but the abortion clinic. She a- kept those. Absolutely. So there were a lot of things done. Shut down churches. Um, you know, we did a bill uh, earlier that actually uh, put into statute that she can't uh, shut down churches now. And, of course, I was chastised for a couple of things that, that was said. And, and I went to the well then and I said, remember, you know, they were saying it was it was our friend uh, John Carmichael was saying oh, goodness, yeah. was saying we have a court for that. I said, well, undoubtedly our governor doesn't pay attention to the Constitution, so let's put it in statute. And now we've got it in two places. <laughs> oh, I love that. On that note, we'll take a quick break. When we get back, we'll talk a little bit about vetoes, what you were able to veto, and what unfortunately made it through. You're listening yeah. to the uh, John Whitmer Show on ninety-eight-seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Odyssey is looking for an experienced digital and radio account executive to join our team. Odyssey seeks an experienced, self-motivated sales professional to develop and sell advertising and marketing campaigns to new and existing clients with an emphasis on new business development and digital sales. The account executive will use a wide variety of Odyssey's products in their portfolio to solicit businesses for advertising in their on-air, non-traditional, and digital platforms. If you are interested in a career in radio, submit your resume to odysseyinc.com careers. We are an equal opportunity and a firm action employer i'm attorney tyler patterson a car wreck never happens at a convenient time if you're hurting a wreck over the weekend don't wait for monday to get the help you need now seek medical help right away and then call us i'm attorney gary patterson at patterson legal group we're your 24 7 injury attorneys we are available anytime to get you the help you need so don't wait for monday call patterson legal group right away and we'll get working on your case immediately this is the Sean Hannity Show. It looks like this new variant, what they call BA.2, or or I'll call it Omicron 2.0, really on the rise in about half the states in the U.S. And, you know, now one has to wonder, okay, well, what's next after this? Oh, if, it, if it's happening during the election, we know what that means. That means, oh, we'll, we'll have more mail-in balloting. Sean Hannity, afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. our Laura Kelly theme song. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. 
You gotta, you gotta love I, this. I mean, it's just so appropriate for Laura Kelly. It, it, re- it really is. It is. <laughs> so you guys were basically one of three on on the veto overrides in part, and I'll say this because you're not saying it, but it was the Rhino Republicans that that made this possible that these vetoes were not overridden. Um, but the House and Senate voted Thursday to override the governor's veto of the bill requiring Kansans without dependents to work 30 hours a week or enroll in job training in order to qualify for federal food assistance. So if you want assistance and you're able-bodied, you're work-able, you have to be actively looking for work or doing job training. Gee, what a novel concept. And I can't believe, first off, I was shocked she vetoed it. And, I mean, what what's she thinking? You know, John, she would always veto something like that. She's vetoed things in the past. She hated the HOPE Act. The HOPE Act contained a lot of stuff on SNAP. Uh, SNAP is our food assistance program. But it wasn't surprising to us that she did. And that was one of the vetoes that we really wanted to work hard. Now, when we originally voted for that one, we only had 70 votes on that. And so we had about uh, nine people gone that day. Uh, So, you know, we really had a lot of work to do. We ended up uh, at 86. The override was 86. We had all Republicans, which I would say there there should never be a Republican that wouldn't vote for that. Every Republican should vote for that. They did. And in addition, uh, Representative Henry Hilgerson here in Wichita voted with us. He's Democrat, a Democrat. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure that made him popular amongst his uh, his little cadre. Over well, there. you know, he's not probably one of uh, Governor Kelly's favorites. Um, you know, he's, uh, he's always, he's always kind of a pain in her side. And so for, for him to come with us, uh, it was surprising, but he did it. And he's a, he's kind of an independent minded guy. We're, uh, we're talking with house majority leader, Dan Hawkins. Let's talk about the two big ones that we, that you weren't able to override the, uh, that would be of course the protection for women and girls sports and the patient or excuse parents, me, parents bill of rights. Yep. Good bills, good legislation, both of which I'm sure will come back next year, and a Governor Schmidt will sign them. Uh, just it was basically yeah. you couldn't get the Republicans to do it. No, and that's correct, John. So we were really disappointed on the women's sports bill. Uh, we did get 81. Uh, wow, that's which, closer than I thought. Which, which is pretty close. I think uh, our original vote on that was like 75, 76. So we weren't that far off. Um, we got to 81. Uh, did a call of the house. Um, for uh, folks the, who don't know what the call of the house is, that's where every member has to stay in their seat. They lock the door, they close the doors, right? And you're stuck, and you sit, and well, you know, I mean, I and, I used to, and we call, work, and you make phone calls, we make phone calls, and the so, governor makes phone calls, so our and speak, lobbyists make phone calls. Yeah, so our speaker pro Tim and I started making phone calls, and it wasn't like we had a lot to make, and we just couldn't get the three there to switch. They they were firmly in their place, and so we gave it up and moved on. Moved on to the next one, which is the Parents' Bill of Rights. Another one that that had 12 provisions, rights uh, set out, that we set out in the statute. A lot of that's du- duplicative anyway. There's a lot of other uh, statutes that contain these things. But literally to be able to uh, to give people the opportunity to go and have a part uh, they have a right to, and this this was just amazing that we couldn't get there. I think we got to, um, I don't know, 70, uh, low 70s on that yeah. one. I, can't, I think maybe 73, This 74. is why I've said many times, people think the NRA is powerful in, in state government, Kansans for life, and they're both influential. But this is why I've said many times the most powerful lobbying entity in Topeka is the KNEA. That's right. Because that's the only reason you had that many Republicans, 14 or whatever, refused to vote for it, is because yeah. the KNEA was putting pressure on them. Yeah, and, Teachers the, and, unions. And, 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 and of course, there are also ones that are kind of predictable in the fact that they always vote with the KNEA. Uh, so we always knew that that was going to be a very difficult one, but we wanted to give our people a chance to vote. We, uh, I know we've only got a couple minutes left here. Coming back, let's talk about that. I know the courts are hearing the congressional maps. So yeah. this is not a typical signy die. You won't be able to have a date no. because you may have to come back and do a map again, right? Yes, we're we're at the the courts are actually having their oral arguments. Uh the Supreme Court's having the oral arguments on uh, May 16th. We're coming back on May 23rd. Anything that the governor would uh, that would veto during this last week, the business that we did last week, you know, we would have a shot then to uh to override 
In addition, we're going to be there to hear where the courts are at so we can kind of start making decisions because we really can't end session until that uh, until that congressional map's well, done. Well, because if you did, then you'd have to call special session. And you can't and... take it up in special right. session. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, right. You can't. Yeah. So, so we would, it would be lost. Uh, so we don't want that to happen. So we're going to come back. I think you'll probably see some meetings going on uh, about that in between now and then. Um, so if folks are interested, they can reach out to you. I know the best way is probably your newsletter, which they can get Majority Leader Dan Hawkins on Facebook. And your website is danhawkinskansas.com. Dot com. Yeah, if they want to get my newsletter, which I would encourage everybody to get it because it's a hard-hitting newsletter. It's good. It's good. Absolutely. Just go down to the land, the bottom of the landing page, sign up, and you can get it every Friday morning. Well, you know, and, and I know the couple of those guys that wouldn't come with us on veto overrides ha- aren't running again from what I keep hearing. There so are a few, yeah. that may help us. We're going to have a more conservative legislature, I think, next year. We're going to have a conservative Republican governor next year. So a lot of this stuff that I think people wanted to see will come back. It'll be easier to pass. Yeah, when you think that you think the things are dead and you know in the House and the <laughs> Senate nothing ever dies, no. well, those things will be back next year and we'll pass them next year. Well, that's good news. That's uh, what we want to hear, music to our ears. Dan, I, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you again for uh, for joining us, for coming in studio. It's always a pleasure. And, I, you know, we got Pawn Stars coming up here, too. There are episodes coming up. Yeah, I've been watching for it. I can't wait to see it. Uh, my listeners know if they don't, Call. We're going to take calls at 845, and uh, we'll be here. I can answer. Dan and I can tell you a little bit about it at some point. We'll, we'll do that again. We'll have you on and Absolutely. talk Pawn Stars again. Yep. Thanks again, brother. Thanks, John. W- want to remind you that, that uh, coming up next month, we've got the Republican, uh, the Sedgwick County Republican Party is going to have a fantastic forum, fantastic event. And coming up in the next hour, stick around. Because coming up after the top of the hour break, we'll discuss the ongoing war in Ukraine and the possibility of Russian nuclear escalation with best-selling author and former U.S. Navy Swift boat skipper Dr. Harlan Ullman. I think uh, I think you'll be fascinated by what he has to say. And our own Sedgwick County clerk, Kelly Arnold, will be with us as well. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Make sure you follow me on Facebook. Truth Social, you know where to go. John R. Whitmer on Twitter. You're listening to Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.